Hey, what's up guys? I'm Grace. And I'm Lucy. We're coming to you live from the studio on 83rd Ave. And you're listening to The Big Picture Podcast. Podcast. Today we're talking to Tom. Welcome, welcome, Tom. Hey guys. How's it going? <laughs> Superb. Excellent. So, who are you? Uh, my name's Tom Tonsky. Um, I'm the creative director of Ego Magazine, um, which I'm sure I'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, I also work at CoLab, which is an art center downtown. Um, essentially, we try to provide uh, artists across all communities in Edmonton with an accessible space to perform art, make their art, all the good stuff that has to do with art. Um, I also work as an actor in the city. I've done plays and films, kind of on and off, taking a bit of hiatus here and there. And music video director, I do a lot of stuff. I like to do art stuff. <laughs> Multi-talented. <Yes. Yeah. laughs> How did you get to where you are now? Um, well, I, I started, I, I went to an arts-based high school in Edmonton called Victoria School of Arts. Um, they have like a heavy focus on like music, dance, acting, um, everything pretty much. They have like lots of resources there. Um, I, I started off getting really into like band and music. I liked playing trombone, so I was like a jazz musician kid um, for a long time. And then, so cool, I love right? jazz. Jazz is the best, <laughs> and I think I think it informs a lot about other art just because you have to be so free-flowing and adaptable with it and like understand structure but then also understand like how to play within that kind of thing um so yeah I like I got into like jazz band and music and that kind of thing and then I started doing acting um and I did that throughout high school after high school I was doing that um making a living off of it for a little bit not like too long <laughs> but a little bit a little bit and um yeah, and then after that, I kind of got into event curation, and I've kind of been doing the mo mostly focusing on that kind of thing the last couple of years. But I mean, I still I still act in things occasionally. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so you're really involved in like the arts community mm -hmm. here in Edmonton. What was your first experience, kind of your like first event or really like intro to the community, like? Yeah. So that would have been. I mean, I was always kind of a part of like the theater community, but I find the theater community is very its own thing. People like totally. to be like, I don't know, niched into like certain things. Um, so I found that community kind of like really stuck to itself, at least at that time. Um, but in one of my acting classes was uh, the rapper Just Mo. I don't know if you guys know Mo. Oh my but God. Big fan. Really? <laughs> oh, I will show Mo out on everything. Um, but yeah, like I was in a class with him and we'd been doing it for like about eight months. And then uh, he was, he had like his first rap show. So he invited our whole class to come out and we all went to his rap show. And it was just like, I'd, I'd never been to a rap show. I, I enjoyed hip hop, but like I didn't know too much about like the history of hip hop or even like what that kind of energy is being at that kind of show. Um, and then I went there and it was awesome. It was like, it was like what you see in the music videos, the energy that people had. I don't know if you guys know Cartel Madras. They're like, uh, they're, uh, they're signed with Sub Pop and they're from Calgary okay. and they were performing there and they're fucking amazing. Um, so that pretty much sold me. And then um, 
after that, we just, uh, that whole summer there was like events. So there was um, like Flood the City, there was the Enigma, there was, uh, I mean, that's when Fuck It happened eventually. Was like that 2019? After. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I can't. So it was like the Zenith show. Before, like everything yeah. went down. Yeah. 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 yeah, Zenith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was like, dude, that was like the year for yeah. shows in what Edmonton. What the hell? I had no idea, right? Oh. Right? And like, I talk to people now and they still talk about that year. So. Totally. Hopefully yeah. after so COVID. The last hurrah year, like, it shows the potential yeah. that we will have soon. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like like that was like the summer that like a lot of things clicked for people connections and were made. yeah connections were made we had these events and people kind of started realizing like yo i can't just like wait around for these opportunities to come around because like in edmonton that doesn't fucking happen yeah. you kind of have to make your own right um so yeah i don't know well, darn it then let's make it you know <laughs> right yeah, yeah exactly I love that attitude. exactly that was like that's kind of been my whole thing i got like kind of why i stepped away from acting was I was getting pretty, like, frustrated with the quality of stuff I was acting in, like, um, there was a lot of stuff where, like, I just wanted to do art, so I'd audition for things that I wasn't necessarily, like, excited about or wanted to do, but because it was out there, I'd just do it, and then, yeah, that, that kind of thing can be soul-killing once there's, yes. like, a lot of bad short films you've been in, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's always been something that's motivated me, is, like, just making your own path, kind of. Yeah. Well, that's what you have to do as an artist, really. Yeah. Yeah. Make your own path. Mm. It's true. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. also like exciting though, because like, I don't know, anything can happen. Like, I didn't think I'd be doing any of this stuff like a few years ago, but like now I'm killing it. So let's talk about ego. I'm so excited about. Yeah, where ego zine? Is that what you call it? Yeah, <laughs> ego zine. Yeah. Ego zine. Sorry. Um. Yeah. It's like. Uh, Ego, or like Edmonton Goes Off, is a, a project we created. It started right around when COVID was coming around. This kind of connects to what we were talking to about that exactly. awesome summer, right? Yeah. Um, oh, we yeah, right? <laughs> it was like a complete 180. And we saw that, like, we saw the potential that the city had and, like, kind of the momentum that it had built up last summer. And we didn't want to lose that because, like, that was kind of what we were doing. That was what we were out for. So, like, we didn't want to lose that. So essentially our idea was to kind of take the function of a, a live event on a community, which is like connecting people, showing people a live performance, um, allowing people to like share information and tell stories, that kind of thing. Um, and we just wanted to put that online. Uh, so we decided to create Ego. And basically how it works is every Friday we release like a three posts. We release like a cover image, uh, performance video and an interview video on our social media. Um, and essentially we put it on social media because that's the easiest to share, right? Yeah. If you if you click on our page and you click on one of our artists, you can go to their account and follow them if you like their music. You can send them a message even, right? It's like a ways of communication. Um, so cool. Yeah, it was like it, it took a lot of a lot of work, but it's it's really cool. I was looking through like my notebook where I like kind of came up with everything originally <laughs> and like I drew a picture of our Instagram feed and it looks exactly like it which is like just such That's a amazing. yeah it's just such like a mind fuck to see like where I was like two years ago and then it's actually real now and we have like the magazines and shit um but yeah that's kind of like the whole idea is like connecting local artists and also like having artists perform and like show their talent but also 
providing the context to that talent. So like being like, yo, so like, for example, we had uh, a rapper named Arlo Maverick on and Arlo is like, yeah, he's like an OG Edmonton rapper and just like a wealth, wealth of knowledge. Um, so he got to share with us about like how people would advertise their shows in like the early 2000s and 90s where like they would leave like as their voicemail like that they have a show coming up because like there was no Instagram there was nothing like yeah. that right um so being able to like tap into that kind of knowledge that isn't really accessible for artists where like we're all at like younger artists emerging artists um and being able to connect people like Arlo with people in our community. Arlo's like gone on to connect with some of our other artists featured on Ego and has kind of mentored them, helped them through different things. Um, he, ran, he ran like a songwriting camp. Um, so cool. Yeah, it's, and that's like, that's what Ego's all about. It's just like showing people that there's stuff in the city and there's like connections in the city that you can make. You don't have to move away. Like I after <laughs> after high school, all my friends moved away to fucking Peter you School. Know it, it, right? Yeah, it's so Montreal and Vancouver. Yeah, exactly. All these fuckers. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is like there's such a large pool of people and because there's such a large pool of people, there's such a smaller amount of resources. Where in Edmonton yeah. There's like a small community of artists, but there's all the fucking resources in the world. Like yeah. the amount of, and I'm just kind of like learning about this now through my job at CoLab is like the amount of money that the government gives out, that the city gives out for like arts is incredible. Um, and like, obviously there's more that needs to be done. There needs to be like more, it needs to be more accessible for artists, I yeah. think. Um, but yeah, just the fact that there's like so many resources like Fava, like Colab, like there's so many <laughs> ways for I people human. to do stuff. Yeah. I human. Yeah, exactly. Is like there's all these resources, but people think they have to go to the six to get them, which is just not yeah. not true. That's yeah. so crazy. Just open up your eyes, you know? Yeah, exactly. Take your back door. And um, if I'm correct, um, the place you're working at, Colab, that's yeah. like right across from the art gallery, right? Yeah, it's actually beside iHuman, right across oh, perfect, from the art right? gallery. Like, yeah, um, it's it's awesome. So, yeah, we we work in um, the Boyle Street area. That's mm -hmm. kind of our our mandate is to provide like accessible uh, accessible like events, art to that area because that area gets overlooked for a lot of things. Um, if there is funding put into that area, it's for gentrification. It's to yeah rip out the old and put up some nice new apartment building so our our kind of mandate is like we want to meet people where they're at whether that be the folks that uh that live in that area or that be people who just want to like do something do some art yeah. stuff but they don't yeah. really like they don't know how to start or they don't know if they want to throw an event they don't know how much that costs like that's kind of where we come in and we, we want to meet you where you're at to, to make it happen, right? That's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. They are so cool. Like, um, <laughs> um, going back to um, Edmonton Goes Off a little That's bit. That's right. Um, how can people get involved with that? Like, how can musicians yeah. get involved? Get featured? Um, yeah, so I've got I've gotten a lot of DMs. That's not the way to do it. Um, but I do appreciate people sending me their music. I always check out people's music. Um, but right now we're kind of we're in the process of kind of creating our second version of ego. Um, 
season two? Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're calling it volume two. Okay. We're going to try to do different, like, volumes. Um, but, yeah, essentially what we're trying to do this time around is feature 15 musicians and then five artists across various disciplines. Um, music and hip-hop specifically was so easy to tap into people because mm -hmm. it's such, like, a... It takes like it doesn't take that much effort to listen to music, right? Yeah. But it takes a lot more effort to like engage in like a fashion video or something like that. Yeah. So the whole idea for the first volume was kind of to establish ego, establish like the the music side of it. But now we want to expand to other things. Um, and how people can get involved is we're going to be opening up something where people can apply and send us music, send us videos, that kind of thing. Um, that's still all in the works. We're still working on our grant funding right now, but um, that's the idea is that we will be taking like submissions from people to get involved. Uh, beyond that, like I'm looking to build uh, my team for like I need like a social. I'm just gonna do a call out for people right now. Like I need a social <laughs> media manager. I need I need to look at like videographers and photographers and. All that kind of stuff. So DM me if you're a, a social media manager, videographer, or a website designer. I really need a website designer. So yeah, yeah. Hit him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hit him up. Um, and aside from your Instagram page, is there any way that people can get like a physical copy? Yeah. Um. So we're we're kind of working on that right now. Um. I I actually start like we wrapped ego and then. Uh, like a few like five days later I was rehearsing for a play so I didn't really have time to set up selling them at a spot but we're actually in talks um, about selling them somewhere in the south end right now uh, yeah for now you, you kind of just have to wait till we have live events that'll probably be the best way to get them oh, live events yeah Ooh. yeah Ooh. so who are you listening to locally okay um I started I started listening to some of these young cats that are rapping, like younger than I am. Um, so Kid Kuda is great. Um, yeah, I don't know too much about him, but he's got a really nice sound. Um, Day of KK, I've been listening to for like probably a year and a half, two years, and I kind of just rediscovered him. And he's like, I don't know if he's younger than me or not, but he's like, he seems like a young kid, and he's got a really great voice and great lyrics. Um, Wacko Dreamer is another kid I've been listening to. Great name, eh? Yeah, I love him. I love him. Um, he actually, like, my neighbor runs the McKernan Music Festival, which is, like, just such a weird connection. But, um, yeah, he, we actually hooked him up playing there, which was really cool. And apparently he killed it. Like, people, they were, like, not expecting hip-hop to be that kind of crowd, but apparently they, like, really brought some energy that white killed it, so... It's good. Nice. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beyond that, um, Monks on Call is a fantastic band. I've heard about yeah. them. Yeah. Trying to do a show with them. Okay. Yeah. I can help you connect with them because they're they're so awesome. They do like folk, country. I don't even know folk blues stuff. They played they played our show um, during the summer and they just absolutely melted the crowd which was so <laughs> dope nice. you should definitely book them yeah um, yeah beyond that i uh i don't know i kind of had to take a break from local music for a bit just because i was so i was like during ego i was listening to people non-stop all the time right. um 
But yeah, I'm kind of just getting back into it now because we're trying to build our lineup for the next volume. So I'm, I'm making my way through some Edmonton people. Nice. Sounds yeah. like you really are, honestly. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> Who are you listening to non-locally? Non-locally? Oh, man. I started, I listened to Corday's new project that came out, um, which is just great. He's, uh, he's a fantastic musician. Um, not locally. What else? Um, I've been listening to a lot of movie soundtracks as well. Um, the Sorry to Bother You soundtrack. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. It's amazing. Um, it's got Lakeith Stanfield in it, and he actually like does some of the soundtrack. He like speaks, raps over it. Um, cool. So yeah, I've been listening to that a lot. I like also Ski Mask, The Slump God. Like I don't know. I've just kind of been getting in my like my dirty rap where it's not necessarily <laughs> great but it's like it's got a good beat to it yeah it's got fun flows that kind of thing cool that's yeah. what it's all about what are you listening to locally lucy mm. who am i listening to locally i was gonna say like maybe just mo but mm-hmm. we were literally yeah. listening to that before just you came we're like oh i don't know why he's, he's coming up in my feed again too so right? <laughs> yeah He's so consistently good, which right? is like, the, oh it's crazy. Made me smile when he came out. Made me smile. Right. <laughs> I think like one of the things that Mo definitely has going for him, and he knows this, is he's like a classically trained, or I don't know if he's classically trained, but he's like a theater actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's able to bring a lot of that physicality. And, Very much so. And like, he also like knows his lyrics. They're... <laughs> There are so many rappers in the city that go up on stage and they don't know their lyrics and they have like a backing track. And like, honestly, that is the worst. No one pays <laughs> to see that, man. I, yeah. I got to air it out because these kids no. go on and, and people pay money for tickets and they're like watching you mumble and stare at the ground. Like, I find that absolutely ridiculous. Um sorry for that aside but like oh my god i've seen Wake that up call. i've seen that too much and then people want to be on ego like you're not going to be on ego if you if you don't know your own lyrics straight up yeah <laughs> i hope not <laughs> yeah fair enough i feel like locally yeah we i've been listening to mo Again, but I said that last time, so I feel like that doesn't count. Oh, you did? No, we went, uh, <laughs> we were, he's good. He's good. We were hanging out with um, Madden the other night, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was like, please, like, just play something for us. Like, oh. please, because I've never seen them perform live. And, like, oh my God, I was there too. And, like, like goosebumps, tears. Yeah, like, I'm there. Sitting there, it was like fucking incredible. And then gratuitous platypus. Um, and Kaylee Jade. Yeah, is... I actually met Kaylee recently. Yeah, I went to school with her. Oh, I guess she is like she does acting. Too. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. came to my play. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, um, and and she does like she was in this really cool project called uh, Smile at the End of the World. I don't know if you saw anything about that. Was that like the video thing? Yeah, I saw that. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. well, I think actually it's like a photo narrative series, but okay. it's like. Apocalypse Edmonton or something. It looked cool. Sorry, I interrupted you there. So cool. Yeah, it looked really cool. I was in a play with Kaylee when I was really young. <laughs> yeah. We were in Father of the Bride together. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> um, 
Interesting time. <laughs> I have a few more questions about ego, actually. Yes. Yeah, Where did you guys even shoot it? What's the location? Fava. We actually, ah. yeah, we, we shot that all at Fava. Um, yeah. They didn't, they didn't know that at the time. Right. Um, because of COVID restrictions, uh, we weren't supposed to be doing any heavy breathing activities, which counted as singing, which was pretty right. ridiculous. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, we no actually breathing, no panting. Yeah, it was it was crazy <laughs> and like it, the whole getting a studio was difficult because it's so expensive to rent a studio. So like I rented this other one and that fell through. And so because Fava is so cheap and accessible to the community, we were like, yo, we'll just use Fava and sneak all of our artists in and yeah. sneak all of our artists out and we did that for 11 days and it worked and it surprisingly. looks super professional oh thank really you cool. incredibly done like, yeah wow thank yeah you. that was all my crew like man I worked those kids to death it was like <laughs> it was like eight hour oh days God. 10 hour days yeah. with like sometimes we'd go through three artists and like yeah, my, my crew were troopers through that whole thing. It was How many like, people were you working with? Um, so there was a crew of I wanna say about like eight people. So there was me and then my two interviewers who are also uh David Madow yeah. and Elijah, Elijah O'Donnell and they're um part of the creative team, they're producers as well as they're the interviewers on our show. Um we also had three videographers that switched out throughout it. Um, and two photographers and then a sound engineer. So I don't know if that adds up to you. But, <laughs> but it was a lot of people and because of the restrictions and we wanted to be so careful, we could only have a certain amount of people in the room. So basically I made teams where it'd be like, okay, this is the performance team. They'll go in with the artist. Um, we'll spend two hours doing the performance. We'll move them out. We'll switch over to the interview team. We'll do an hour, film an hour of that. And then we'll switch that out and then do half an hour with the photographers, just with the artist. Um, Genius. Yeah, it was crazy. That's it, a lot of planning. It, it <laughs> helped all of, like, I can schedule my life now because I schedule yeah. fucking nine people plus all the artists across, like, 11 days. It was, it was insane, dude. But Crazy 11 days, though. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Wow. And then, like, yeah, there was, like, lots of mishaps, but we made it happen, so... It worked. Any funny stories? Um, I don't know about funny. <laughs> or disasters. Um, nothing, like, honestly super disastrous. Like, we didn't break any That's of our equipment. Um, we were generally pretty on time. We never got kicked out. Like, it, it worked out in the end almost, like, flawlessly. But just, like, the amount of stress on everyone before that going into that and then going out of that was just unmatched it was stupid <laughs> but we got it done we got it done it um it took a long time to like edit everything together but eventually we got it done <laughs> yeah it looks great yeah yeah, so, yeah at least it, it was worth it so Thank you. How are you guys inspired by your like set and all the colors that you have going on? Because I'm looking at your yeah. Instagram feed and it's a rainbow and it's so beautiful how you have it all organized in these little different colors and stuff like that. Can you maybe talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, so that was kind of like the whole basis of it was straight up. We I don't know if you guys have seen a color show. Yeah. Yeah. We ripped off a color show essentially because um, they do the same thing. Three angles um, and then a different the thing is is they do a different color 
um, for their performances, and then they also they do interviews and they do photo shoots, but n not all of that content is together, right? Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like the whole idea of Ego was like centralizing all of an artist's content across like a row in an Instagram feed. Um, and then kind of the idea of like differentiating all of them is what we call that the ego. So that's each artist's ego. Um, I've always thought of it like they're in the studio and when they're doing their performance, anything that's like around them is like a reflection of them. It's like they're shooting yeah. it out onto the white studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like for, for some people that was like a lighting thing. We just have a colored light. For some people that would be projection. For some people we do glow paint and awesome glow yeah. stuff. That was Lucy. <laughs> I was um, wondering. <laughs> Um, that was so fun to do, oh my goodness. Yeah, and it was just like, I think like the most fun um, was deciding all of those and then seeing how they kind of changed throughout the process. We had like initial ideas, but then when it came down to the logistics of like yeah. graphic design or on the day, like what we have available, we really had to adapt to that. Sometimes it worked even better than what we like first imagined. Um, but yeah, that was like something that, that was really important is that we got to individualize each of these artists so people can see that there is like a vast <laughs> difference of artists. I don't know. Yeah. There's You're like a so lot of... unique. Yeah, exactly. You need the intimate experience like that in order to kind of develop a relationship between audience and artist. It's yeah. It, good at it too. Exactly. It's like that was the other thing. It's like we want it to be... I've seen... I've seen videos and stuff that are shot in uh, like portrait, like how we have our video fit your phone. Um, I've seen that kind of uh, shot before, but it's for something like a, a short film or something and it just like, it doesn't, I don't think that works. It's just like too long to hold someone's attention. Um, but with like a short performance, it's something really easy and intimate. And I always thought they looked kind of like trading cards on your phone, which is <laughs> like, I thought that was really cool. I liked Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid, so. I didn't even think about it like that. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Right? you got to come out with like a trading card game or something. Totally. <laughs> Let's talk about Collab a little bit more. That yeah. place is so cool. It is awesome. The big yellow building with the arrow looks so awesome downtown. And what do you do there? Uh, so I do I do a lot of things there. Um, I help program some of our stuff. I run our social media from time to time. I manage our volunteers. Um, I uh, do like site maintenance and that kind of thing. If we have an event that's like our programming, sometimes I'll host it. I'll I'll always run it pretty much. Um, MC. Yeah, <laughs> that, I hate MCing too. MC. Oh my god, oh my I hate god. it so much. Um, yeah, it's like it's a non for profit, so everyone kind of does a little bit of everything. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I do right now <laughs> at a this moment. Bit about your, uh, title. Uh, I can't it, it is artistic producer, um, but we're doing like a little reshuffling of everything, kind of retitling things. So. To be seen. We'll see <laughs> still got that in a month. <laughs> um, and how can people get involved with collab? Yeah, I mean, um, if you want to like throw an event or something, or you're interested about um, uh, renting a space, you can check out. Uh, 
you check out our website, uh, there's lots of information out there. You can also email info at collabyeg.ca uh, and you'll talk to Sophie, our lovely office administrator, and she'll point you in the right direction. Um, as for volunteering, right now we have like a volunteer sign-up sheet available through our Instagram link tree. Um, because of COVID right now, it's kind of hard for us to, to schedule and train people for being volunteers, but generally what we have people volunteer for is like for the door, if people want to bartend, if you bartend, you get to keep your tips, nice, um, nice. general system maintenance, um, we have uh, like sound teching. You can kind of like come in and if you have like somewhat of a knowledge of sound teching, you can learn even more. Um, but yeah, there's like tons of ways. There's also like, you can just reach out and be like, yo, I want to get involved somehow. And we can, we can find something for you. Um, next month we have uh, our Glow Festival, which is uh, a lantern festival where basically we run workshops throughout the month of February um, all about making these lanterns with our head artist. Her name's Gabs. Yeah. Um, you know her? Super cool yeah. stuff. She makes some really cool stuff. I actually just edited oh, a video amazing. today about like there's like a time lapse of them making the mammoth. I don't know if you've seen the mammoth. The mammoth? It's huge. Yeah. They made the mammoth. Yeah, they made that. So it's they... got these horns oh that are like rainbows sticking out like 10 feet. It's, it's like massive. life size. It's so, so cool. And that's actually that's at insane. the, that's at the Deep Freeze Festival, yeah. which is at um, Borden Park. And that's going on right now. Um, but yeah, essentially she's like our lead artist for our Glow Festival, so we work with her throughout February and host these workshops where people can come in and make lanterns, and then at the, I think at the end of the month is when we do a parade, and essentially we walk around the Boyle Street area. Um, it's really about like having art be accessible to everyone in the area, um, and yeah, that's like something we're definitely going to need volunteers for, so I'd say like... The best way to, to stay updated about all that kind of stuff is to follow the collab Instagram and then kind of just go on from there. Sweet. Yeah. Follow it up. If I was wondering, do you guys still have your Saturday music series? Yeah, we're actually, we're going to be coming back with that um, once all this darn COVID lets up a little bit. Um, but um, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right? um, but that's also something people can apply for. Um, it's a great way to get heard. It's a great way to like, you get paid. What? To play, to play, which is like, and that's that's is what that I'm like talking an open about. Open mic sort of thing that you get paid for. Um, basically, how it works is like we get all of our applications, then we program them weekly. Mm. Um, but yeah, essentially, like you come in and you do a forty-five minute set, and then you get paid for it. It's like nice. pretty early in the day, so like people can, um, people can like go and do stuff after. It's just like an afternoon gig. It's really oh, sweet, yeah. really chill. That's where I have to MC sometimes. Oh um, but yeah, that's, and it's like all about bringing people downtown, connecting them with like, I don't know, what's going on with the art gallery, what's going on with the downtown museum. market, the museum, all those great things, right? Um, but yeah, we're looking at that coming back around February, March. And yeah, that, that's something that happens every Saturday. Um, and we're actually, we're also looking at like doing a market. We kind of, ended our uh our saturday series doing like holiday markets and those were right. super successful oh, like, i wanted to take part in that it was like free to rent the yeah. table too yeah 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 so we we want that's the whole thing about like it being accessible yeah. it's like we want to keep 
we, we want to like motivate people to do things right um so keeping it free is like such an easy way to do that um and that's yeah that's like what collab's all about it's so cool <laughs> how you like think that doing these things curating events being an artist showing your work performing live is like so hard and like almost impossible to do it and then like literally <laughs> there's so like i human and yeah. collab and, oh, and like there's all of these like organizations in the city that are like we want to do you. art like we want to help you and it's like what like the more and more I, I think no about idea. it too like edmonton really is a very special and a very unique place we're literally the most northern city and i guess because of that we have more festivals here than days of the year. Yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. and it's all because we have to be happy around wintertime, so what do we do? We festivals, I guess. And right? it's true, there's so many winter festivals here, and summer festivals, like, just yeah. all year round. We're such a festival, artsy, orientated place, even though sometimes from afar, like, living here, I'm like, is it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah, feel like that. We feel like it all the time. <laughs> you really have to, like, get your head in there to, like, want to do things. Like, right now, I'm... I'm looking at how like ego can be involved with Next Fest, which is like oh, Next so Fest cool. is one of the coolest things ever. It's totally youth orientated yeah. and it's all about young artists. I love that that whole concept behind it. Yeah, and like um yeah, I don't know, like I was I acted in it when I was like in high school and stuff and then shortly after high school, but I was like trying to figure out how to pitch what I wanted to do, so I was going through a program from 2017 and looking through that and I just saw all these people that I know doing stuff in Next Fest which was just so cool and it's like people that I've I've just known now yeah. with doing that stuff back then yeah. it's just like so fucking cool yeah it was a great event for connections especially yeah. like people that um, are your age and around your age when I went to my first Next Fest I saw one of the artists who I went to school with on the walls like who I went to university yeah. one of the girls in the fashion studio like she was also at like McEwen you know and it was so crazy all these different weird connections cool. and the people that I met that night I met again later on as well too like throughout shows yeah. throughout like Dynasty was another one that I took part in some people like from that were there it was so crazy how it kind of intermingled <laughs> and right. became what it is now which is like so crazy. And the parties are so sick. I just remember Yo, like, so the opening. Cool. Yeah, they're they're so dope. There was like a burlesque dancer at the beginning, like yeah. lights everywhere. There was Smart a night. Yeah. artist set up who like was painting bodies and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, they need to do. It sucked that it was like online last year, so that's why mm -hmm. I, I really hope. Really hope, especially for ego's sake, if we're able to be a part of it, um, that we can do something cool. That'd be so tight. There's one painting that I remember that was there. It wasn't a real painting. It was actually a canvas with a bunch of pieces of gum on it. And what you do is you take a piece of gum and you chew it. And the girl, the artist, would take it from your mouth and mold it oh and God. put it on the canvas. Oh, that's cool and gross. <laughs> it was all colorful and Literally. stuff. And Damn. She made, like, a face out of it. It looked so good. Like, I was like, ew. <laughs> that's collaboration right there. Right? Literally. That was such a cool project. I was like, I'm going to do that one day. It's crazy, like, the things that we used to do before COVID. Like, oh, some random too? person would right? walk up to you. <laughs> yeah, shit, some yeah. random person would, like, walk up to you and be like, yo, try this. And you'd be like, okay. <laughs> Yum. Thanks. Yeah. Like, cheers. Whatever. And just, like, it's so crazy, like, <laughs> thinking about those things. And then you're like, 
<laughs> God, like that's so gross. Where does bacteria you know? fear even come from? Dude, like yeah. bowling. I, I don't know. I don't oh. know how people are gonna go back bowling. to bowling. Yeah. Bowling has to be one of the most fucking an- unsanitary things. <laughs> Eating yeah. like chips and like <laughs> digging into the. Ugh. Oh my god, that's so like pizza hand. Yeah, shoes. exactly. Yeah. And there's so many kids fucking bowling. Like, oh those bowling bottles are... They need to be disposed of. I didn't think of. about that. Every time you go bowling, you just take one of those, like, wipes, wipe it down, then bowl with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh god, what are supposed to do? Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the fuck it show? Yeah, sure. Um, um, yeah, that was like, uh, that was our... That was the first show that I threw. Um... Man, that was a long time ago. Uh, it was like... <sighs> that show was amazing. Yeah, you were part of that, man. That <laughs> yeah, was, thanks! That was, <laughs> I was in that show. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. We basically... Um, we told all these artists that we were going to throw a show, and we thought we had a venue, and then we we didn't have a venue up what? until like a week before. Okay, how did you find that venue? It was the weirdest place. Yeah, so it was in City Center Mall um, <laughs> on the west side entrance in the middle i don't know if it used to be a bank yeah it used to be a bank um so basically the story of that place is it was a bank it got taken over by um this art group and they like made an installation and then just ripped all the shit out and left it so um (laughs) basically i was like just looking for a venue something cool online and back then there was this website called alberta space finder which is gone now, but it was, dude, it was the hookup for venues. You could look and see, like, you could just type in your city, um, what kind of, like, event you wanted to have, and you could see all the venues that, like, match that. They shut it down because of COVID, but, uh, basically I found it that way. Um, and then, yeah, we just, like, got in contact with them. It was super stressful. Like, we (laughs) didn't, we didn't have the venue until, like, a day or two before, and then we were, like loading into the venue and cleaning the venue and we still didn't have event insurance for the venue so it was like this whole big issue but eventually we got it we uh we were able to feature over i think 27 emerging artists yeah um they had so many rooms there too and each one of the artists got a little room that was crazy it was it was so cool and like i don't know that was like that was from that summer of all those events and I just, I'd spent the summer seeing my friends do really cool shit, so I wanted to do something cool. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, basically me and, uh, me and my friend David contacted Elisa, who'd thrown a few shows, and, um, and we knew her in high school, and we kind of connected her with our idea, and we wanted it to be like, I don't know, me and David love edgy stuff, so we called Fuck It, because... That was kind of the whole mentality of the show. We were like, fuck it. Right? It it really caught people's attention. Um, And that was like kind of our whole mentality is like, fuck it. We're just going to make this happen no matter what. And that's kind of what I thought too. Yeah, exactly. It was like, we didn't have a venue, didn't have insurance until last minute, but fuck it. We like made it happen. And then, and then like, said it throughout the whole show too. Dude, and then we were like running the show and we were nearing the end and, I heard this ringing and I was like, what oh. the fuck? And I looked at the DJ and I, cause I thought he was doing something and he was like, back there, back there. And this lady had pulled the fire alarm. Um, oh my God. Yeah. So we were like, uh, we wanted it to be accessible because we were downtown. We were in people's space. We kept, yeah. um, we let people who were around that area and live in that area just kind of come in for free. 
Um, but I think uh, she was a bit under the influence and pulled the fire alarm, so we had to evacuate the whole mall, and we weren't sure if we were going to be able to get people back in. Yeah. Um, we actually, that was like Mo was performing that night, and then leaving, he was catching a flight right after the performance and going back to Toronto. Um, but yeah, like the fucking fire marshal came, he told us it was all good, we got to run outside <laughs> and get everybody back in and finish the show, and... We actually like left the venue and <laughs> didn't lock the door. It was like this giant open door, so we got in trouble for that. Oh damn! But yeah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, it's like cardboard. <laughs> exactly, and yeah, I don't know. It was just like it was such a a good experience for me because it showed me that I could do stuff besides acting. Like I kind of always thought that was the only thing I'd ever do. Um, but yeah, that's like kind of lit a fire in me that I've continued on with. I went on and threw a, a, a show later that year um, at the nightclub I worked at because of it and kept throwing shows since kind of thing. Yeah, wow, nice. Yeah, it was like, it was definitely a turning point, I think. Do you know after COVID too, everything will just blow up too? Yeah, I hope so. Let's wait. Keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, do you, oh yeah. Do you have any shows uh, planned or coming up in the future? Yeah. Um. So I've got. I've I've had a show that I've been planning. I started planning it at the beginning of December, and it was supposed to be on January seventh. Um, <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Don't know how that went. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that has been pushed. Right now, it looks like it's going to be on. February 18th um, I'm probably gonna be releasing stuff closer to then I want to be sure because we, we did a hand-drawn <laughs> poster for this one oh, nice. so I want to so be cool. I want to be sure that it's the right date on there yeah when we <laughs> release it um, but yeah this this is gonna be a cool show I I've done a lot of hip-hop like that's kind of I think that's probably what people know me for is like throwing hip-hop shows um, so I'm doing something different, doing something a little bit different with this one, and I'm very excited about Ooh, it. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. That's February 18th, yeah. possibly? Yeah, potentially. COVID, chill out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and follow Tom <laughs> to figure out if COVID is chilled out. Or there we go. <laughs> so do you have any favorite visual artists right now? Ooh, besides Lucy Cook? Oh, stop. No, seriously, man, <laughs> seriously. I, I had to get you for, like, the ego glow thing man it was that was so tight thank so, you so much for that yeah i want to do like a live show kind of inspired by that kind of thing eventually. i've always wanted to do a show where i'm just like running around as the artist painting people's bodies yeah that's what that I would be thinking. so cool okay we'll have to connect about that i have ideas um <laughs> i also like i love evan robinson he's like he was our ego photographer so i feel like i'm cheating a bit um but his photography is great the zines he makes is fucking awesome i've always been a fan of dana belcourt dana actually moved to go to school somewhere else but dana is like super talented um who else am i thinking of oh there's a gentleman that i saw his work at the the moskers event which i'm sure we'll talk about in a bit um and his name is taleb koshier do you know this person no okay they have they have really cool shit um also like We've got so many good tattoo artists in the city, oh like God. Shaheem, um, Golden time. Child, um, 
Damn, he stole mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Didi, obviously, he's not really here anymore, but he's always an OG. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? That's such a good question. Because I've actually... Oh, yo. Um, as for, like, my favorite, like, clothing brand in the city, it has to be Existing Condition. Holy fuck, I don't know if you guys have seen any of their stuff. They're, like... They do the coolest, like, promotion for their stuff. Because, I don't know, I just see so many people put out thoughtless promotion for whether that be their music or their other art forms. But these, this team is, like, so methodical about each thing that they release in the same way that Ego is. Mm-hmm. That, like, existing condition, man, I want to work with you guys so fucking bad on something. <laughs> um, also, Night Shifts is like a fantastic brand um i've worked with garrett he was like a graphic designer for one of my posters and one of the like coolest experiences i've had working with a graphic designer i've never met this guy but we would just like chat over instagram and he'd send me like pictures of his screen and we like made a really cool poster um so sad guy garrett on instagram um yeah man you got a long list there yeah yeah i'm trying to think because uh there's a, a tattoo artist named Lex, and he's he's amazing. Um, yeah, there's so many talented visual artists that I can't even think of all right. of them right now. I know. <laughs> Grace, do you have any? Um, okay, her name's Kelsey. She's like a graphic designer. She just made the poster. Oh, the one you showed me? Yeah, yeah. she's so good. The, and the, yeah. she made the threefold poster, too, which I'm not sure if you saw it, but mm. it's like... Oh, is that the the other one? Yeah, I have seen that. It's like black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She made that one too and just like incredible. I sent her like just some random screenshots of different things. I was like, go crazy. And then like (laughs) came up with that and I was like, oh my God. I don't, I'll tag her Instagram in our Instagram post if you guys need. And she's interested in like making like music videos and stuff. Oh, cool. For, she's doing like graphic design a school and <laughs> well, <laughs> somewhere one, somewhere so yeah what about you Lucy um I guess I'd like to mention my friend Moria Kabiziak um she mm. was here in Edmonton and she actually threw that other show um Zenith oh, okay. and I think she's in Toronto right now and she was doing like fashion school and fashion business there for a bit so that's really cool because I think she really found her art form through mm. fashion so inspiring so follow her on instagram especially if you guys want to be inspired by her sick ass clothes Yo. she's just a tight person too so i miss her oh <laughs> right they all go to the six man. i know right in montreal I'm back home yeah <laughs> see i saw this uh <laughs> follow like a yego death or whatever oh like yeah yeah <laughs> Everyone it's like, follows that. Literally, the funniest thing ever. Like, it's so funny. And they posted this thing yesterday <laughs> on their story, and it was like, average Edmonton hater. And it was like, just like a meme picture. And it was like, I guess I'll move to Montreal.
Does that count as an art form? Yeah, yeah. man. Also, <laughs> I'm like, I've like told people I do ego before, and they think I do like that meme page, <laughs> and they're almost way more excited for that. Which I, I can't blame I'm them. That shit is hilarious. I want to have whoever's behind that account on the podcast, but then Please. I feel like it would ruin a, a face reveal, mm-hmm. a voice reveal. Yeah, like I they posted this. You guys just like, have to uh, keep it anonymous, right? <laughs> With like a voice <laughs> yeah, voice modulator. they posted this thing it was like a bedazzled like negative rapid test and it was like the, the like material girl <laughs> yeah yeah and I was like please post this because I wanted to share it to my story because it was like fucking hilarious and then they like dm'd me the photo and they were like in all caps you can use this for manifestation purposes and it was like the like praying emoji and like, i was Solid. like stop whoever just... whoever runs it has a great personality and <laughs> sense know. of humor man fuck it's just oh. it's so funny to me i'm so happy like i actually found it because Fucking Janice Irwin. She's <laughs> solid, man. She's always... Janice dude, Janice. I love following Janice Irwin on Instagram. My, my right? sister's interviewed her a couple times. And she, like... She's so come jealous. To, she comes to collab. Yeah. Like, pretty much all her events. She's, like, such a, like, a involved, like, MLA. Right? Like, I, I think that... I think that our mayor is going to be good at that, too. He seems like a pretty grounded guy. Even, like... Um, He's like for to figure out arts funding. He's like electing a board to help him, which is like, cool. yeah, it's like that's smart. Yeah, exactly. This guy like he doesn't know about art. He was he knows about other shit, but to know that you don't know about it, that's very responsible. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Right. Crazy. Well, anyway, I was wondering a little bit about uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it, so you might have to help yeah. me. Like mm-hmm. fugacious psychedelic yeah. Yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. What was yeah. it called again? Fugacious. Oh. Fugacious. Yeah, yeah. Got it. You were a there, right? Odyssey. I saw it at the Dude, premiere, and gave... it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you gave me like a little bit of mushrooms. <laughs> and I, the thing was, you did, did. you did, because I was already on mushrooms when I got there, and I was like, oh, I'll have a little bit more. Um, but you said a psychedelic odyssey, so I was like, nom nom. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, man. That's how I saw it. Um, yeah, so that was like a, a film we made in high school. God, that was like uh, like six years ago now. Yeah, but it was a long time in the making, hey? Yeah, yeah. So we like we made that in high school, and then we like went. It was like two years that our homie was editing it and getting it all together, um, and then. Yeah, basically, it was finally finished, and we we wanted to get it into a theater, and we were looking at different options around the city, um, and we stumbled on the Garneau, and we realized we didn't have the resources to make that possible, but we felt like we'd have, we have enough connections into the community to make that possible. Um, so yeah, we made like a Kickstarter video, we asked for, I don't even know how much, uh, enough to get it screened and then enough for it to go out to festivals and stuff and yeah Sweet. that was it was just really cool because it was like something we worked so hard on a long time ago like that was kind of how we spend our summers in high school like me and my friend David because wow. yeah we'd like make all these movies and shit and it was crazy like most of them you're never going to be able to find anywhere but I saw some of them the other day and they weren't that bad like <laughs> they're actually decent um but yeah, Fugacious is like all about 
um, like psychedelics, finding the meaning of life. We were all super into that in high school. Um, so yeah, it was, it was like pretty intense. Your yeah, character really went through a lot of turmoil. <laughs> a lot of tripping. I definitely had trips like that. Not maybe not to that degree, but <laughs> where I feel like I'm bleeding out of my eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It was like it was a passion project that we worked together on, um, and to see it like come to fruition and. Uh, we like it was cool too because we like got a limo someone I don't know oh who, someone got That's us a limo awesome. there and shit and like we did a giveaway and someone else got to arrive in a limo and it was Probably really like fun. a red dress roll out like a red carpet yeah, yeah. Oh, I was oh I was looking pretty God shazzy got that red carpet <laughs> and how can people like watch it now uh I think it's on YouTube um I imagine it's on YouTube yeah it's on YouTube now um, originally we like sold DVDs and shit, but I think so we, cool. we are out of them mm. now. So yeah, YouTube will, I can send you guys that link. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so cool. You've done so many acting opportunities. This was probably one of your first ones, hey? Like, yeah. Seems as you did it all throughout high school. Yeah. This was like, this was kind of like how I got into film and stuff was doing these movies over the summers. So yeah, it was cool to like actually see it on a big screen and yeah. like I, I've seen I've had stuff I've acted in screen at the Garno before really yeah just like short films I've acted in or music videos but seeing something where like you give a shit is so much more valuable like seeing me and my friend David act on on screen there was just so surreal because that's what we wanted to be doing since we were kids so seeing it yeah two years, two years later exactly and like the fact that like we made it happen again is like that's what it's all about is like making your own opportunities right yeah oh absolutely man you've been doing that from the start you know it you know it <laughs> <laughs> i was there <laughs> 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 that's so funny and um what's the director's name again he's uh, so cool yeah zach, um, zach yeah zach's awesome he's I love Zach. He's a very interesting guy. Yeah, I could imagine he would have been a very artistic director, the way he <laughs> directed it. He's got a vision, that's oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was it was super fun because it was, like, all of our friends, and, like, we'd, we had days planned, and we'd hit our scenes, um, but it was like we were friends, like, making a movie, right? And so we'd switch off, like, some, if you weren't acting, you'd do sound, or, like, it was all like pretty mind. lax. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was it was such a good experience. Like, it, it also kind of taught me how to work with my friends, which was like something ego. Basically, just hire all my friends. Um, so right, that you can even do that and make, create a platform where you can. Now it's about so getting cool. money to get them paid properly. That's the next mm. step. Um, but yeah, it was like I don't know. It was it was cool. That was my first time like making something outside of school with my friends that I wanted to make, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and Zach is, like, such an interesting, creative guy. He's one of my best friends, and very weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know, when I first met him, I was like, oh, I like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I see? <laughs> exactly, he's quite good vibes. Um, I was also wondering about that, I, I think it was another video that you were in. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was around the City Francophone. But um, Michael Mysterious, mm. can you talk a little bit about that too? Yeah, so that was a play I did, oh god, I think it was in October or November, 
Um, but yeah, that was like my first time acting on stage in years. It was it was pretty crazy. It was like, so I had auditioned for it right as I was kind of like getting out of acting, and then we actually put the play on two years later, which is crazy. Holy. So it's like right at the beginning of COVID, I applied for it, and then we had rehearsals like about a week after we finished releasing Ego. Um, and that was a fucking awesome experience. Like, uh, I got to work with like professional actors and like it was like a professionally paid gig and everything, so cool. which is like, I've done that in film, but it was just me. Like I was like a solo in a movie or there'd be minimal scenes with yeah. other people. So having that, first of all building like relationships with my cast was fucking cool i still love like christina and gavin i love you motherfuckers so much patrick like my director um he actually went to vic too and now he's like helping me develop the grant for ego um so like the connections are awesome um and then like so basically how it worked is like we went in we did uh two or three weeks of rehearsal um with our masks on and everything. And then our, our director actually got COVID at the beginning of it. So he had to direct us over Zoom. So we were <laughs> all in it and he was directing us over Zoom. Basically the play is like about this this family, this like, I guess, blended family, um, where it's like a mother and her son, and I played the son, and then a daughter and her father and then this kid named Michael, who his grandparents die, and he's kind of forced into this house. And uh, he's a really passive kid, and kind of everything kind of just whirls around him. He doesn't really, he's not really able to grip on anything or like really connect with the family. So the play is all about, uh, it's all about family. It's about connecting with like the odd little duck. Um, so yeah, basically that was kind of what, oh, sorry, what? beautiful yeah it was very it was it was really touching and like um it was also cool because like we got to like be teenagers like we got to smoke weed and um like swear and drink and get fucked up on pills like that was like part of the story um and also like i i got to act with someone who taught me in acting she played my mom wow. in it which was like really cool That's like all these cool. theater mom yeah like all these i i after high school, I got, like, a lot of flack for not going to theater school because that was just, like, not what I wanted to do. And now I'm like, oh, I hope you guys are enjoying third year of theater school because I'm acting with <laughs> our teacher and I'm getting paid for it. So that was a really nice... In your hometown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a really nice fuck you to some of those people. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just, like, being in... Uh, like a professional environment like that is always refreshing like I find that that's how kind of how I learned how to direct and and run my own set was being an actor either on like really well run sets or really poorly run sets I think you learn more from that Interesting. Um, but this was just like it, it gave me a lot of scope on like how many people can be involved in a project and how you can do that successfully I think so it was an awesome experience. Plus, I got to, like, act on stage. We were one of the, like, only plays on stage in Western Canada during that time because of all the COVID restrictions. Right. Um, Did you guys have to do anything COVID? Like, put up those 
Um, so we had to get <laughs> big tests. plastic sheets at the beginning. <laughs> oh man, I saw shows like that. Like really? a, a show where no. they just had a giant plexi in front of the stage. That's crazy. So the actors could be without their masks and the audience could watch. I was Whoa. like, that seems ridiculous. Because like, how far do you oh, spit? Like, <laughs> literally. Um, we had to get COVID tested every couple days. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then like it was crazy too because the thing with the masks was like. We rehearsed with masks for two or three weeks, and then, like, at a certain point, we got to take the masks off. And, like, just the amount of, like, real estate for acting you can use, like, when it's just your eyes, you have to, like, work so much harder to, like, emote and also, like, yeah. pick up pick up from your co-actor. So, like, taking the mask off was fucking insane. It, like, <laughs> I could see your face! Yeah, yeah, and, like, you can, like, it's even just, like, Saying the words feels different in your mouth when you when you don't mm. have the mask on. Um, when you know you're allowed to articulate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not just caught in the mask. Do you have <laughs> um, like any more plans to be involved in like any more shows this year? Uh, like acting wise. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I've there's like a I've got like a few things. I've I've been I've looked at a few scripts <laughs> over over the last little bit. Um, I know for sure one of them's happening, uh, and that's in the summer, and that's with the Fugacious team. We're gonna be making something Ooh. new, something Ooh. we actually haven't read the new script. We we like wrote a grant for it last year or two years ago, and I don't I don't want to say too much because it's mostly Zach's thing, but um, it'll be really cool. At that time, we were looking. And talking to a stunt guy about how much it would be to light someone on fire. Oh my God. So I don't know if that's still happening in the script, but at one point that was happening. <laughs> um, beyond, it's gonna be big. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the whole idea. Um, and then I've got another short film that's kind of in the works. They're still working on the script, um, but I don't really know how much I can say about that one either. But Exciting. maybe, maybe, maybe I will, maybe I won't. We'll have to see in a year, I guess. <laughs> Stay I'll, tuned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like acting. It's just, it's it's hard to find stuff that you like, that you want to act in. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully something comes up. <laughs> and in your own words, quoting you, sometimes you got to make it too. Yeah. So just keep making it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hard work there. A lot of hard work. <laughs> Seriously. Just do it. Don't stop creating, people. Don't stop creating. Exactly. If you don't stop, then you just keep going. <laughs> That's a good quote, man. That's a great one. I think we should call the podcast that. <laughs> if you don't stop, <laughs> then you just, just keep, keep going. going. <laughs> okay, so Moscow's Film Festival. Yeah. Um, you were on the film board for the film festival? Yeah, yeah, I was what on the selection. Yeah, I know. I was like, why are you guys asking me? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, I, I had a homie that uh, worked at with the Moscow's and he asked me if I'd be interested in uh, being on their board this year um, to check out, like, basically it's like Muslim filmmakers all around the world, but also oh, in Edmonton. Sick. Dude, it was insane. Like, I, the only reason I said yes, um, not the only reason, but the main reason I said yes was because I wanted to see how cool these short films were. And holy fuck, they were so good, man. And they were, like, from all over the world. I don't even know how many there were but there was like 
there was so many solid ones and yeah basically like I went through and watched all of them and then I filled out the criteria as much as I could um, not being Muslim I wasn't able to fill in some of that so I was just like excluded from that part of the scoring um, yeah fair yeah exactly <laughs> but um yeah it was fucking awesome they also had some local uh, contributions which were really cool um, there's a movie out coming out uh, called Khalil Edabom's in that actually no he's way. like acting in it yeah he's really good so in it. cool yeah yeah I gotta watch this yeah it's um Oh, I wish I knew when their festival was, but they have a festival coming up in March. I think it's March 12th. Yeah, it is March yeah. 12th. Word. Um, and that, I think it's at the Windsphere. Oh. Um, I was going to go last year, but apparently it's crazy. Apparently it's really big and it's really fun. I'm looking forward to it. They're also doing um, an event beforehand, uh, like the day before. And it's all about connecting young Muslim artists. Um, so they're doing like a panel and workshops and something. I'm sure wow. they'll be able to talk more about that. But yeah, they do some really cool shit. Um, I went to another one of their events early December or late November. I uh, can't remember what it was called. Um, but essentially what they're what they're trying to do is like and I'm sure they'll be able to elaborate way more on this than I can but um they're they've bought a space or are in the stages of like getting this space downtown and it's going to be like a a completely in-house like production studio essentially so like the front is like a, a storefront and then they have studios and they have computers I don't even know what they have they got a lot of shit planned and like they've got like going to the event and that kind of thing there was like it was that energy from that summer where it's like these are people who want to do something i don't think they're like necessarily our age but they want to do really cool shit in edmonton um and i think i think they're doing it already <laughs> so awesome. yeah yeah definitely keep an eye out for that um yeah in early february we're talking to a couple people from Oscars Film Festival, so yeah. stay tuned for yeah, more that's happening. information. Sweet. Yeah, I'm sure they'll fill you in. Because they've got, like, man, they've got, like, they've got their shit together, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> They're, like, going through, like, the, 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 the film board process and then, like, going to this event. Like, one really cool thing was they had, like, this wall of all of these different artists from different disciplines with like a bio and their their Instagram handle so like it's they're all about building community they want to they want to like connect people within Edmonton and give them the resources they need so they're going to be awesome. great guests yeah that'll be so fun I'm so excited <laughs> they're so dope I think that's all of our questions Fuck yeah. yeah that's it do for now do you have um, anything to say to the people Watching to the people, listening. people listening. Um, they're not watching, are they? <laughs> Some wise words. Forgot uh, to tell you this. I hidden camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. I mean, if you live in Edmonton, look, look at, look for the resources around you because I love the city, but sometimes they're they're fucking hard to find. But once you find them, only more will come from that. Like it really opens up a whole bunch of doors. Um, once you make that first connection also like I've said the whole time like you gotta make your own opportunities you can't just wait for them all that kind of good stuff I guess 
Yeah, I pretty much said everything I wanted to say. It's beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Yes, yeah. thanks Don't so forget. much. We're so excited to have you. Oh, thank you, yeah. guys. This is fucking awesome. I appreciate it. Don't forget to give Tom a follow and Ego and... Collab. Collab and... Um, the Moskers and, and Mo. And <laughs> all of, the, oh, we mentioned so all of the artists and musicians that were mentioned will be tagged in our Instagram post so you can follow them all so support local listen local and stay tuned there's a new date for threefold oh. february 18th tom's got something planned and february 26th there's another big event at the aviary coming up that will probably be announced by the time this comes out so Ooh, that's a packed two weeks man i know hopefully, hopefully it happens <laughs> <laughs> right. oh anyways gosh, we've got a lot going on wow thanks so much for coming yeah. on the podcast Fuck yeah. thanks for listening guys thanks see for you listening. next friday bye <laughs> <laughs>